Come on, put the hands together, folks. Let's, amen. Let's wake up this morning. Yes, 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 yes,
Praise Church this morning. Amen. We say yes to the Lord our God. Amen. We're in a special place this morning. Every time you come to the house of the Lord, one of the most special places here on earth. Amen. One of the most awesome places here on earth. And truly, 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 it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. David said, "What well, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. And truly, we are grateful today to be back in God's house. It's an old song you may be familiar with. It. It's called Holy Ground. How many know that today? Amen. We are standing on holy ground, brothers and sisters, today. We want God to move, amen, in a mighty way. Let that be your prayer this morning as we begin to worship him this morning. Through the door, I sense his presence. And I knew this was the place.
up and sing it this morning. We're standing. We are standing on holy ground. This morning, the holy ground of Almighty God, in His presence there's fullness of joy. Amen. We thank God for His presence, His goodness. God is an awesome God. Amen. We're truly grateful again here to be back in the house of the Lord. Truly grateful to be back again to worship God. We appreciate your prayers as we had to travel last week. We appreciate your prayers and again. I'm glad to be back safely here in the house of the Lord. Good to see everybody here in the house of the Lord. Uh, uh, we are, we're grateful again for another day God has blessed us with, you and I with, to come and worship him in spirit and in truth. We also remind you again, uh, we have a few announcements. Maybe we, the ladies are planning on a, on, a, on a prayer breakfast, a prayer breakfast for the 13th of August. But we're going to have to rearrange that. How's that? Amen. Many of you remember our prayer breakfast we had a few years ago at the church and on August 13th, we're going to be having a, a, a fellowship meeting, a fellowship meeting here at the church. You say, what is a fellowship meeting? A fellowship meeting on August 13th will be uh, regional. Uh, we are in our region, the northeast region here on the east coast. Uh, churches from all over will come and appear in our service. Amen. So this is Saturday. And we'll be planning for 1 o'clock. Saturday at 1 o'clock, we plan on having a fellowship meeting here. That's the churches from upstate. Church from D.C., Reverend Montavo, Pastor Montavo. Appreciate him, Pastor Montavo. Amen. How many appreciate him? He came and filled in for us last week. Amen. And so he'll be here, Lord willing, in Pittsburgh and Virginia, Baltimore, D.C., and Lord knows wherever they else may come. And, and Reverend Devonshire, who's coming all the way from St. Louis. Amen. St. Louis, Missouri. And so we encourage you to get here early that Saturday afternoon. And not only that, but we want to do some planning as well. Uh, typically, through the years, we uh, the, the typical format is to have a Friday night in-gathering. A Friday night in-gathering, depending on the number of people, what's Friday night in-gathering? Where we have uh, uh, food and, and welcome some of the ones that are coming in town. Just a fellowship, pre-fellowship. And so we'll bounce it off you guys and see if we want to uh, uh, prepare something, amen, together that we can host it here in the back and wherever else if it depends on how many, I, I got to get feedback from various ones who plan on coming in that Friday night. But again, we always do. I know the church will step up. Hey, man, you can bring your specialties, whatever the case may be, and or, and or, we can do it after the service. And so people won't have to run off to, no, typically we run off to a restaurant on Saturday afternoon, but if if the Brooklyn crew can uh, let them taste the, the taste of Guyana, how's that? Hey, man, the taste of Guyana Amen. They may not want to leave after that, but uh, we we thankful for all that God is doing. So we, we we'll talk more about it after the service, after the service concerning how we'll work it all out. Amen. And so uh, whether it's the Friday night in gathering, we'll do a pre pre service, and then the service at one o'clock on Saturday, or food and fellowship after the service. Amen. So let me know. All right, y'all think about it and chew on it. At this time we're gonna dismiss with children's church as well. Children's church as well. All the youngins go back and hear the word of God. No more school. Amen. No more school, but still have Sunday school. How's that? Sunday school for the young ones. 
and we're truly grateful to have each of them here with us as well. Be mindful again at 6 p.m. this evening. Lord willing, we have a broadcast and then Tuesday night broadcast and then back here on Thursday evenings. We encourage you to come on Thursday nights. We're here in person. Come on out at 7.30, 7.30 p.m. Come, come worship with us. You miss out on a good time in the Lord. I know you, well, many of you watch on um, uh, YouTube, but uh, uh, we, we encourage you to come on and follow us here online in person together. Come together in person on Thursday evenings at 7.30 p.m. Amen. Thursday evenings at 7.30 p.m. Come on back to the house of the Lord. Amen. I want to uh, continue our series this morning. We'll go to the book of Romans. The book of Romans this morning. We'll use as I continue our series. What's our series, preacher? Complete victory. Amen. How many want complete victory? Amen. Complete victory in your life over the things that come up in our lives. Amen. Let's look at Romans chapter 8, 35 through 39 is our main series text. The Bible says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distresses, persecution or famines, nakedness or peril or sword? As is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter, nay, in all things. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And as you live your life, remember that verse there. It's a memory verse that whatever challenges come your way. This is what the Apostle Paul said in verse 37, Romans 8, 37. He says, nay, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Who loved us this morning? Jesus, Amen. And the Bible goes on and says in verse 38, For I am persuaded that neither death, as we covered that a few weeks ago, neither life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor uh, things present, nor things to come, neither heights, nor depths, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I want to go back to verse 38, Romans 8, 38. The Bible says, For I am persuaded, are you persuaded this morning, that neither death nor life, and the one we want to focus in on part 10 here is angels, nor angels, nor angels. So we have power over angels is what Paul was saying. And not only that, but he, he should not be able to separate us from Almighty God and the love of Almighty God. And so for a little bit today, we want to give us complete victory, part 10, concerning angels today. Reverend Johnson, open us in prayer. Amen. Complete victory over angels. You say, well, but I need victory over angels. We look at this, the puzzle, Paul put that in there. We shared with you before, we way back in part one, about how this is complete victory in your life. And for the 17th year of our service, 17-part series concerning these things. Uh, uh, and so 17 things were listed here that the apostle Paul had given us. We ran through all of them. A uh, majority of them, and we're up to number 10, which is our angels. We sang this song earlier about we are standing on holy ground. He says, and, and, and uh, uh, we were angels are all around us. In Hebrews 13, 1, the Bible tells us, he says, 
let brotherly love continue. He says, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Angels are all around us. Did you know that? Angels are all around. The Bible tells us here clearly. And sometimes we are unaware of them. They dwell amongst our midst. This is Hebrews 13.1. About in 13.2, he talks about how they walk among us. Just yesterday, before I left the house, I prayed and said, God, I need a miracle. I was going to the store. I was going to the store. I had to pick up some stuff. And I said, God, I need a miracle. Somehow, someway, send a discount my way. And so I was in, I went through the aisles and I was there looking for this cabinet. We got to have to get this cabinet. And so as I'm there, this man walks up to me and says, hey, he says, uh, uh, I have a gift card here. He said, do you want this gift card? He said, he said it was $90 on the gift card. $90 on the gift card. And naturally, you know, Brooklyn, they always got scams and schemes. He, I said, is there really some money on the gift card? He said, yeah, it's $90 on here. And I said, all right, we're going to go up and check and see how much money is on there. He said, all I need is 40 of the 90. <laughs> I just need 40 of the 90. And so I know the man. I said, oh, that's $50 off what I'm about to buy. I said, praise the Lord. And so I went to the counter and said, man, let's go check. He swiped it. It was $82. He said, it was a little bit off, $82 on the thing. And so he said, if you just give me 40, he said, you can have the rest. So we went there and bought the thing. It was like 170 something dollars. Swiped it, got $80 off, gave him the 40. I said, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Whether he was an angel or not, I don't know, but God sent somebody my way. The Bible talks about angels being messengers of God, appearing as men on earth. As you look at angels, many times we see pictures, we think that they're angels, but there's a difference between angels and cherubims. We ever heard the word cherubims and seraphims? You read about it in Isaiah and throughout the Old Testament. Cherubims and seraphims are those that are winged creatures. Winged creatures. And so winged creatures are considered cherubims. But many times when the angels would come down, they appeared as men, as unto the people. And so we see there is a difference between the two. And so uh, in First Peter, I'm going to have you bounce around this morning. First Peter 1.12, the Bible says angels even desire to have what mankind has. Angels were created beings. And, and Peter says they desire to have what we have. There's an old gospel song that says there's a song that the angels cannot sing. We've been redeemed, redeemed by the blood. They can't sing about being redeemed because they don't have that same personal relationship like mankind has. And so no doubt they desire to have what mankind has. There are two types of angels, holy angels and there are fallen angels. Holy angels and fallen angels. Uh, 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 we look at uh, the fallen angels, uh, both are, are messengers of some sort. There are messengers of God who many times when the angels would come, they would come and give a message, whether it was to Mary or to the prophets or to the people. Many times, they, every time they came, they always had a message. They had a message to Lot saying, leave the city of Sodom. They had a message for uh, uh, Abraham, to, uh, and they had a message for whoever, no doubt, they encountered. They always was coming to bring a message directly from God, the holy angels. But also, the, on the flip side of it, there are fallen angels. Fallen angels. The Bible refers to it as a third of the angels had fallen and followed after the, the, uh, the, the, their primary leader, their superior leader, Lucifer himself. 
Lucifer is an angel. The devil is an angel. He's an angel, and, and he, he has, no doubt, just like uh, holy angels, they have messages as well. The message of uh, uh, evil, the message of, of lies. The Bible says Satan is the father of all lies, and so uh, messengers and false fallen angels uh, uh, continue to relay the lie of their father, the devil. In heaven, the Bible talks about how the, he was cast out and, and all of his angels they d d decided to believe the lie that he had told many of them they followed after him. So if one third of the angels have fallen and they roam about seeking whom and they roam about uh, 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 sending out the lies and say, send out a lie uh, of, of how the sin is greater than the things of God. He will put things in their minds, whether it's sin or whether it's to go hurt or whether it's to go murder. These things are messages that come into the minds of men and women, no doubt, to do the things that are against God. And so we see, again, the enemy will try, Lucifer, the fallen angel, he tries to control the message. The Bible says that how it's much like the media, how you know how the media wants to control the message. Everybody follow that? How the news media and they control the narrative. They get you to, they paint a picture of where you believe so you can be persuaded to a certain uh, a slant or a certain ideology of certain things. And so his job is to persuade uh, men and women to follow uh, and begin to listen to his, his, his message and his lies. To get the masses to believe a certain narrative. And so that we will, but on the flip side of that, we must control the message. Amen. The, the believers in God, the holy angels and the people of God, God wants us to control the message. The Bible tells us here in Ephesians 2, 1 and 2, the message is what? Again, that many women will be saved, that the gospel will go forward. Let me, Ephesians 1 and 2, before I get ahead of myself, the Bible says, and so we must be saved to see this, however, we must be saved to see the difference between fallen, the fallen state and the devil and the things of God. You must be saved to see those things. If not, you will listen and, and follow after the wrong message this morning. You will follow the wrong voice. How I many know what I'm talking about? We must be sensitive to God and we must know who he is. You remember those old cartoons, one side on one shoulder, the, the angels of God would show up and then on the other shoulder, but the devil would show up. Which one will we listen to? Who controls our thoughts and our minds. And so the Bible says we must be quick in Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. He says we must be quickened together with him who was once dead in trespasses. Where in the time past we walked according to this world. And in verse 2, listen to what it says. The key verse, Ephesians 2, 2. He says the prince and the power of the air. The prince and the power of the airwaves. He controls the airwaves. Think about it. I mean, how many uh, Christian things do you see on television? <laughs> Not too many. You got to go to the, you got to go dig around and find it. How many Christian stories do we have online? And again, not unless you're looking for it, but the, how many, on the radio station, how many Christian stations on radio do we have? Very few and far between. Come on. But up and down the aisle, again, here today is other forms. And so the message, uh, again, of sin, the message being, uh, uh, being portrayed, I should say, uh, uh, spread abroad is what, uh, again, from the prince and the power 
of the air. The Bible says the spirit down that worketh in the children of disobedience is what he said. And so this angel that we're talking about, Lucifer, he controls the airwaves. Be careful what you listen to. Be careful what you watch. Be careful what you get involved in because it will absolutely change your mind. I was used to try to convince my parents years ago, back in the day when NWA was the group. And I say, oh, mom, I'm just listening to it for the beat. Right? I mean, know what I'm talking about. Well, before long, that beat begins to get down into my heart to where now those words begin to come out of my own lips. Because why? It began to control me. Who are we controlled by? Which, which angel controls our heart and our mind? Which spirit controls us? He said, now the prince of the power of the air. So that influence over time will begin to wear and, 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 and begin to move. And so naturally, we would go and begin to want to fight. We would go and be angry. We would go and, and mistreat women. All these different things because that message got into our hearts. Many times again in so many things and so we can we must get the message back. Amen. How many gonna say that with us this morning? We're talking about angels, complete victory over angels. And so again, this message, again, that the angels are the fallen angels are portraying is for the children of disobedience. And so it trickles down to the children and causes disobedience throughout our whole society. How many know what I'm talking about? Lucifer was disobedient to the word of God. Again, and so God needs more messengers. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 4. God needs more messengers of the gospel to take the message back, to get the message out. And so he says, if our gospel be hid from them that are lost, he says, whom the God of this world, look at 2 Corinthians 4, 4. So the God, little g, little g, when you see the little g in the Bible, it's a false God. He says the God of this world. He's not talking about the God up in heaven, but the God of this world who controls the system have blinded the minds of them that believe not. Least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And so he says, this gospel is being hid. The message is being squashed. Brothers and sisters, today we need to take the message back out and get the gospel out to men and women. Why? Because the enemy is, is spreading his message, his message all around the world today. And so as a result, the world is lost and blinded. But he says we must point men and women to the light, the true light. And the Bible even says that Lucifer, he will show up as an angel of light. He will appear to be light, but he's really darkness. He will appear to be as if there's no harm and danger in sin, but there really is. How many know what I'm talking about? There's a price to pay. And so, uh, again, he falls. The Bible says in 2 Peter 2.4, you got to go back and get these messages, texts later. But the Bible says 2 Peter 2.4, he said, if God spared not his angels, so God will one day judge the angels as well. And he says, if God spared not the angels that sinned, so in other words, we see that the angels sinned against God. And cast them down to hell, the Bible says in Peter. He said, and deliver them to the chains of darkness reserved unto judgment. There is a judgment for all of the fallen angels. Jesus told us in Matthew 25, 41. Matthew 25, 41. Then shall I say unto them that are on the left hand, we will all have to come before God. There's either those are going to go to his right or those are going to go to his left. He talked about those that go to the right hand of God when we stand before the judge. We have to go to the right. Those are the believers. He said, but then there are those that have to go to the left, meaning again, and so he picked it up there. He says, and, and they shall have to go to the left. He says, depart from me. You are cursed and 
in everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his what? Angels. There's a judgment coming for the devil and his angels. Hell was created for the devil and his angels. Isaiah talks about, he says, but because of man's disobedience, hell enlarges itself. It's getting bigger and bigger. Why? Because man is following after the wrong messenger. The wrong one. We're fo- men and women are following after the, the Lucifer himself, the devil himself. My friend, today we encourage you to cut that message off. Cut off your ears to the enemy that causes men and women to go and do the things that are not a, uh, for God, but begin to come to Almighty God today. He said, there's a place prepared, call hell. Prepare for the devil and his angels. The Bible we covered a few weeks ago about pride. Let's go to Isaiah. Come on, give me a few minutes here, God. We know priest teach. Amen. Priest teach this morning. Isaiah 14, 9. We shared with you this a few days ago. We preached a message about God hates pride. God hates pride. And we shared with you about how the God, the middle letter in pride. What's the middle letter in pride? I. Right? I. And so the Bible says God resists the proud. He, he, he considers, he hates a proud look. He hates all these different things. And so listen what it says. Because of Lucifer's pride, he was cast out. But in the Bible says here in verse, verse 9, Isaiah 14, 9, he said, hell is beneath is moved for thee. So even hell was shaken because of what would take place. He said, because of thee, to meet thee at thy coming, it is stirred up the dead for thee, and even all the chief ones of the earth. It is raised up uh, from the thrones of all the kings of the nations. So hell is moved because of the judgment that will come. The Bible says, and all they that speak uh, say unto thee, art thou also become weak as we? Art thou become like us? Thy pump is brought down to the grave, and, and, and the noise of the vows, in other words, his music, the music and his music will be brought to nothing the worm is spread under thee and the worms cover thee they was marveling at the fallen state of Lucifer he said one time he seemed as if he was so high and mighty but the Bible goes on and says in verse 12 he said how art thou fallen how are you fallen O Lucifer son of the morning how art thou cut down to the ground and disweakened the nations he was talking about the fallen angels. They had fallen. God had cast them out. Remember Jesus said, he said, I'll be held Satan cast out like lightning. Y'all ever read that verse before? He said, I saw, I beheld Satan myself cast out of heaven like, 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 like lightning. And the Bible says, for thou hast said in thy heart. Listen, we talked about the letter I a few days ago. He says, for thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars. This is Lucifer talking. I will sit down upon the mount of the congregation on the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Y'all see what Lucifer was saying? He said, I want to be God. I want to be adorned. I want to be worshipped. That's what he was saying in his heart and his mind. And that's why God said, uh-uh, you, need to, you, you don't belong here. Get out. Amen. Get out. And so we find that this is where that pride comes from. And so he says, I will ascend to the heights above the clouds. I will be like the most high. Verse 15, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell and the sides of the pit. And they that see the, uh, thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider saying, is this the man? 
hand that made the earth tremble, that did sh uh, shake the kingdoms? He said, hold up, this was the one, again, uh, that, that did all of this work, and, and that, the, that made the world in, as a wilderness and destroyed cities thereof. He's the one that causes desolation to our cities. He's the one that's causing problems in our community. My friend, today we pray to God that people will turn to the good news of Jesus Christ. He causes so much things to happen. He said, all the kings of the nation, even all them that lie in glory, every one of his own house. But thou art cast out to the grave like an abominable branch, as the remnant of, of that they are slain. He says, thrust with the sword and go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trodden underfoot. The judgment of Lucifer and his fallen angels. Let's go back. Let's finish up. The Bible talks about, so we're talking about complete victory over angels. Does everybody understand who the angels are now? There are angels that are fall, uh, uh, of, of God, holy angels, and there are fallen angels that get men and women to do the wrong thing. Put things into our mind. Whether it's through media, whether it's through influence, whether it's through uh, other people. Again, in the day, we must not listen to the wrong messengers, which are angels. There's a war of versus truth and evil. There's a war versus the truth and evil. A war versus right and wrong. Again, you may have heard this before. Fake news versus good news. How I many know that today? He is the father of all lies. And so we must believe the good news today. The enemy will give us news that that is not true. He will tell you things that are not right. He will tell you things that are not beneficial. But today in this service you make up in your mind I'm going to stop listening to the lies of the enemy this morning. I'm going to stop listening to the lies of the devil this morning and I'm going to believe the good news of Jesus Christ this morning. In Revelation 12 7, Revelation 12 7 the Bible says there's a war in heaven. Michael and the angels are fought against the dragon the dragon and his angels dragon meaning the devil so there's a war even now as we speak in the future as well for your soul a war up in heaven that goes on to you to get out of bed there's a war for your soul every day there's a war in, in, in endeavoring and trying to dissuade us and pull us away from the kingdom of God trying to get us not to serve God today there's a war for your soul brother and sister today but we must listen to the right message today we must listen to our heavenly father up in heaven and the bible says but the angels prevailed not. How many grateful for that today? The Bible says that the angels cannot prevail. The angels cannot prevail, neither the place were found anymore in heaven. And so in verse 9, Revelation 12, 9, the great dragon was cast out and that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. The Bible says he deceives the whole world as we speak now. He says and he cast out of the, into the earth and the angels cast out him, uh, were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven and now has come salvation, strength, and the kingdom of our God and the power of Christ. And so the devil gets cast down and the presence of God moves. Today we encourage you to cast him out of your life today. Get victory and say, you know what? I'm tired of him running my life. I'm tired of him ruling my life. I'm tired of him destroying my household and my community, my loved ones and my friends and my, my family today. How many sick and tired of the devil this morning? Amen. And so you begin to lift up the name of Jesus. Begin to let Christ 
live in you. Uh, let him reign in you. And the Bible says he's an accuser of the brethren. You see them? He's an accuser of the brethren as well. He will lie to you about your family member, about your wife. He'll lie to you about your husband. He'll lie to you about your, your children. He'll lie to you about your neighbor. He's a deceiver. He's a one that tries to sift us as we. My friend, today I want you to know in this service today, stop listening to the wrong messenger today. And the Bible says, and they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Revelation 12, 11. They overcame the dragon, the devil, Satan, Lucifer, whichever title you want to give him, by the blood of the Lamb. My friend, today you want victory over the enemy, over the devil and all his demons. How many going to say that today? Apply the blood of Jesus Christ in your life. Plead the blood. Have the blood applied to your life. Be washed thoroughly of your sins. And say, I cut off my relationship. I cut off my ties with the devil. I'm cutting it off. And I'm making a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm going to begin to follow his voice. I'm going to begin to follow his word. And no doubt he will lead us to victory. If not, we'll end up down a dead end road. We'll end up in a place of unhappiness and no joy. We end up in a place where there is no satisfaction. But today, God wants to give you victory today. Therefore, rejoice ye in heaven. In verse 12, he says, 12, 12, Revelation 12, 12. He says, rejoice in heaven that ye dwell in them and war unto the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you having wrath. He says, because he knoweth that his time is short. You know what? In that day, it's a prophecy about his time being short. He's going work overtime but I believe he's even doing it now working overtime and perhaps that'll be considered double time or triple time but right now he's working time and a half if you please he's working time and a half why for mankind he knows his time is short he knows he only has a little bit of time for your life for my life he only has a few years to try to disrupt each of our lives how many know that this morning in church this morning we must begin to say you know what I am not going to let him disrupt my life but the Bible tells in Romans 6, 16, 16, 16, 20. Romans 16, 20, the Bible says, but the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. How many be thankful for that today? When you allow Jesus Christ into your life, Again, here today, the Lord will give you the power to bruise the enemy's head, to stomp on the devil's head, to stomp on the means and all of his demons, to begin to rebuke him. The Bible says Jesus gave us the authority and the power to be able to resist and rebuke the devil this morning. How many going to do that with us this morning? I'm talking about complete victory over angels, these fallen angels today. And so he says, by the grace of Jesus Christ, he says it's able to be done. And as we give you this last piece of scriptures in Ephesians 16, 1 16, Ephesians 1 16, the Bible talks about how the apostle Paul was praying for the church at Ephesus. He was praying for them. Why? Because he knew the trials that they went through. He knew that the battles that they faced. He knew that what the enemy was doing day and night. The Bible tells us in Job, he roams about seeking whom he may devour. And so he says he 
ceases not to give thanks and pray, mentioning them in their prayers. This is verse 16, 116. He, he says, I mention you in my prayers. How to overcome and get the victory over the fallen devil and the fallen angels is to pray, brothers and sisters. When temptation comes your way, we must pray. How many going to do that today? When challenges come your way, you've got to pray. We need to pray more now than ever, church, because the day is at hand. We must pray even more. Amen. The Bible says that the God of, of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Number 18 is one of bring you the last piece here. He said that your eyes of your understanding being enlightened. He said, begin to open your eyes to see what God has for you. When we open our eyes, we'll see through the lens of God where our true enemy is. The Bible says the world is blinded, not knowing that the real enemy is not God, but it's the devil. The enemy today, the enemy is no doubt roaming and getting men and women to admit, not listen to the things of God. We share with him um, in the service we preached over the weekend. I said we cannot be ignorant of the devil's devices. The devil has all type of devices to do what? To dissuade us and disconnect us from God. To disrupt the message. When God is trying to speak to your heart, your phone will start ringing, brother. Amen. Right? God is trying to speak to your heart and God, your phone will start ringing. Right? Or, or you get a text, I got to step out for a minute. Why? Because he said we cannot be ignorant of the devil's devices. He will try to do whatever he can to disrupt us from getting something from God. He said, I want you to open your eyes and see the devil. Sometimes you got to see what the devil's trying to do. He said, I ain't nothing but the devil. You got to see it that way. You got to see him for who he is. And when you know your enemy, when you know who he is and what he's trying to do, you will absolutely break off the devices and the things that he is trying to attach to your life. The Bible says your eyes be enlightened, Ephesians 1.18, that your eyes be enlightened that you may know what the hope of his glory and the riches of the glory and inheritance of the saints. He says, and what exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe. There's some power that God releases to the believer. How many know that? There's some power that God wants you to have. There's some power. When, when, Adam, when Adam and Eve were approached by the serpent, he blinded them from seeing. He says, you know what? When you eat this fruit, your eyes will be open. <laughs> he told him, your eyes will be open. God is trying to block you from the really seeing the whole picture. But really, they were, he was putting a blinder over their eyes. Adam already had the power that he needed. Adam already had the authority that he needed to be able to squash the serpent right there on the spot. But the enemy, the messenger of Satan, the serpent came, no doubt, and gave him the wrong message. And in his fallen state, he was already cast out. And he was already in his fallen state. He blinded Adam and Eve and began to tell them a different way. But he says to today, he wants you to comprehend this with all saints, the power of Almighty God, and he wants to give it to each one of you. See, the God, the devil does not want you to know the power that God wants you to have. He wants you to be given to begin to, as we were talking about yesterday, remember it was out soul winning. Come soul winning with us. Walking down the street and people can experience the power of God. Amen. To where they feel the presence of God. To where people begin to experience it when they have a need. You can go lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. How many know what I'm talking about? 
we are short-circuiting what God has for the church. I was talking with a man and how he says the church is not fully functioning the way that it should. Churches are doing all manners of things. All of us, we one is here, this church is doing this, this church is doing that. We're not functioning the way Christ wants us to function. We're not using the full power and authority over the enemy of our soul. How many know the church is powerful? How many know that? We are the body of Christ. When you're a part of Christ's church, the devil hates that. And so he knows that. And so he will cause us not to utilize every inch in the power that God gives. He, so he says, I give you power, no doubt, to tread upon serpents. I give you power to cast out devils is what he said in his word. Do you believe that today? Or do we go running when we see the devil? Huh? Are we afraid of the, Some people say, I'm afraid of the cemetery. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm afraid of this, afraid of that. No, we have power, church. Amen. And so when we realize this, we will have complete victory of whatever and whenever, what, however, things come our way because of the power of Almighty God. Let's get back to where we're going to go. He said that he gives us exceeding greatness of power. Exceeding greatness. Beyond greatest. Beyond great is what he was saying. To us were that believe. How many going to believe God for power? Power over everything and anything that may come your way through the power of God. The Bible says, according of his mighty, working mighty power. Number 20, he says, and which brought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him down on the right hand of the heavenly places. And so as we close with this, come on up, Victoria. He said, far above all principalities, principalities, authorities. The Bible says he has given to the church above every principality. And so the things that the enemy will do should not have power over you. I don't care what it is. Say, well, the devil's fighting. Well, call on God. <laughs> Amen? He's going to fight. He's going to fight all the way to his judgment. He's going to fight, but God, the Bible says, greater is he that is what in you than he that is in the world. Do we believe that this morning? Do we, do we believe that? Amen. He says, what? Uh, we shared with you before. We have been made more than conquerors. And so he tells us, he says, far above principalities and authorities. He says, and powers and might and dominion. Verse 21, Ephesians uh, 121. A far above this God has given to the church. He says, dominions and powers in every name that is named, not only in this world, but in the world to come. It don't matter currently, past, present, and or future. The church and every believer that will name the name of the Lord and exercise authority through the power of the Holy Ghost has power to put the enemy on his feet this morning. How many want to put the enemy on your feet this morning? How many want to put sin on your feet, put all the things uh, that he tries to allure men and women that he's causing men and women and causing so many problems today. The enemy is doing all these different things, but God says you have power over the enemy of our soul. You have power to say, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee hence. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over you. Amen. And he says the position of the enemy should be under your feet. Everybody raise up your shoe and say, yeah, I see the devil's footprint under my feet. Amen. And he says, far above powers and principalities, the means and every name that is named, every name that is named. I don't care who he is, where he sits, where she sits, what authority they may have. The queen, the king, the president, whoever it may be. Every name. That includes every disease name. Right? Super, I don't know, care what to give, give it a name, whatever it may be. You have this, that, and itis <laughs> XYZ itis every name amen he says every name that is named that he had put under his feet 
and we are the body of Christ. And so if it's under his feet, it's under our feet. Amen? If it's under his feet, it means it's under our feet. He says he is the head over all things to the church, and in his, which is his body, the fullness of him that fulfilleth all in all. So we're talking about complete victory over the angels. And so when the fallen angels begin to raise up their heads, we need to listen to the holy angels, listen to the voice of God, listen to the spirit of God. But at the same time, we rebuke the fallen, we rebuke the devil, we rebuke the enemies. You not listen to the temptations of the enemy any longer say, no, 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 I have victory over this thing. He says, come on out, let me allure you into this thing. Let me allure you into this temptation. No, I have victory in Jesus' name. Right? I'm not going to listen to the message. Oh, but it's going to be so good. Oh, no, it's not gooder than what God can do for me. That's not even a good word. Gooder. It's not better than what God can do. God has so much joy. Amen. I have more joy than what the world could offer to me today. Church today, don't listen to the lies. He tries to pull you away. He tries to lure us away. Don't listen to the message of Satan. And so church today, he gives us victory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. How many gonna have victory in your life? Amen. He says, open your eyes and be aware and rebuke him sharply. And no doubt, when he raised up his head, God will make a better way. When he seems like he has control, God is gonna allow and be able to work it out for our good. Brothers and sisters, we bow our heads in reverence to God this morning. You begin to declare victory in your life. Victory! Through Jesus Christ, say, you know what? Today's my day to have dominion over the enemy. Today's my day to gain absolute victory in my soul. Absolute victory over the enemy. Absolute victory, I declare it. To where he has no more power and dominion over me. To where I'm not going to listen to his message. But I'm going to listen to the voice of God. I'm no longer going to be lured to sin and, and uh, temptation. But today I'm cutting it off. And I'm going to serve and obey the voice of God. Today I have victory. Today he's under my feet. He's under my feet in the name of Jesus today. If you're not saved this morning, if you have yet to give your life to Christ today, today is your day to break ties off with the enemy of your soul. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who was crucified. He was crucified on the Red cross. He went to hell for you and I. He took our place and he no doubt on the third day rose with victory in his hand. He did all of that so we can have victory he did all of that so we can be saved he did all of that to break the curse that no doubt was, was, was through Adam that was gained but we see that the curse has been broken today that spell has been broken today through Jesus Christ my friend let him reign and rule in your heart today let him be your Lord and your Savior today if you want to be saved say I want to be saved preacher today I want Christ to reign in my life I'm tired of being ruled and reigned over by the devil I'm sick and tired of him I'm going to come to Christ and let him be my Lord. And for the believer this morning, as we stand to our feet, for the believer, today God gives us the power from on high. He gives us the power of the Holy Ghost. Gives us power from on high. When Jesus left, he, he sent back, he said, I'm going to send down the Holy Ghost. No doubt to rest upon you. To live in you. To give you power over your flesh. Power over the things in which the enemy will try you with. No doubt he gives us power from on high. In church today, you need that power. You need that power to resist. You need that power to say no. You need that power to push back. The power of the Holy Ghost is here. 
to rule in your life. Let him reign and rule and come into your heart today. If you want the Holy Ghost, begin to raise those hands and say, God, I need the power of God in me. I need the power over the enemy. I need the power even over my own flesh. I need power to resist. I need power to, to be guided. But I need to be guided by your spirit today. I need the Holy Ghost power in my life. And the altar prayer is open this morning. Come, come receive power. Come and receive the authority that God gives. He says, according to all that will believe, according to all that will, 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 will receive it today, he says today he will endue you with the power of Almighty God. As we begin to look up to God and say, Lord, even where you at, Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me with the Holy Ghost right now. Fill me with power, the power of Almighty God. Fill me with the authority that I need. Fill me with the power that you intended for me to have. God, I pray for each one in this house right now. God, give them power over the enemies to where they can resist and be usable vessels for the kingdom of God. Power, power, men of power, women of power to where when the enemy sees them coming, he knows he's no match. There's no match for him because there's the power of God reigning in your life. How I many want that power? They say, God, give me that power. I receive that power right now. I receive the name, power and the authority of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Ghost uh, to reign and let that fire burn in you right now. Say, God, give me that power. And when the power hits you today, you begin to speak in tongue and the Spirit of God gives you utterance right now. Begin to let speak in tongue and the Spirit of God gives you utterance uh, and begins the heavenly language from, from on high to where he gives you power and authority. It's a heavenly language. Uh, men may not, may not understand him, but oh, it's from on high to where you will have the authority to resist and overcome overcome the enemy of your soul to where you can have complete victory amen and be equipped to resist God we pray for each one here God pray for those seeking the Holy Ghost right now God do it in a moment of time do it do it in this place right now do it right now in the name of Jesus
news. Amen. Listen to the voice of God. It says you can't overcome. You shall overcome by the power of God. By the power of God. Amen. I was, as I was thinking here just now, in the book of Corinthians is a close. It was talking about, uh, it just came to my head just now about how God gives, he was even dealing with uh, Harry and everything. He says how did he said, women have power on their heads because of, again, over angels. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 11. 1 Corinthians 10, 11, he says, for this cause the woman ought to have power on her head because of the angels. And he was, he was dealing with uh, yeah, yeah, cutting your hair and various things like that. You have power, ladies, amen. Power over the devil as well. In church of the day, as we go forward in God, you have power over the enemy of our soul. There's a lot of study in that, a lot of study about angels and fallen angels. But we know God gives us victory over that. Amen. We gave you just a glimpse of it and how we have victory in Jesus' name. He's under our feet today. How many going to go away knowing that the devil is under your feet? Through the power of the Holy Ghost, brother. Amen. Walk in the Holy Ghost. Walk in the power of his might. He's going to help you every day over the wicked one. God bless your prayer. We'll see you at 6 p.m. Come on out and join us there and uh, Tuesday night Bible study and then this Thursday night we encourage you come on out be with us be with the doors of the church are open on a Thursday night come 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 spend some time with the Lord in that midweek service amen God bless our prayer Reverend Johnson if you're dismissed in prayer please Amen. Let's go ahead and be messengers of light, church. Amen. Messengers of light. Amen. Amen. For the kingdom of God. God bless you.